Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Monday, November 7th, 2022. The weather today will be a high of minus 14 degrees in Edmonton, minus 9 in Saskatoon, and 12 degrees in Toronto. Did you say it's a high of minus 14? You betcha. A high, so the the warmest it is going to get. So, what is it currently right now in Edmonton? Negative fifteen. What does it feel like, though? Minus twenty three. Oh my god! Gross. We deserve better. I work too <laughs> hard for this. We had a really nice, really nice stretch of fall weather yeah <laughs> i don't know let's just ugh. i am certain i'm not going out today we are we're going tobogganing you guys are going tobogganing yeah are you guys ridiculous are you crazy <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> we're edmontonians we can handle it you're not gonna have any edmontonians <laughs> Uh, that's bad. That's really bad. Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, hey, didn't see you there. Uh, we're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time, um, six, uh, d- d- f- d- 5, 5 a.m. Pacific Time and, uh, you know, 8 a.m. Eastern Time and, you know, fill in the blank. Um, come join us live every day um, on the Podbean app. You can, there's a chat here. So you can just, I can see all of the, the investors, real estate investors coming in here saying good morning. Um also, there's a call-in button. You can click the call-in button and ask any questions that you want about real estate investing for free every morning. Free coaching. Uh, what else we got? Uh, so, so um, who do we who do we got joining us this morning? Well, we have Sheila. Good morning, Sheila, and Elray, Ryan, Glenn. Dot dot dot. Is that his? Is there a dot 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 after Glenn's name? There's a dot 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 after Glenn's name. No, there isn't. <laughs> Good morning, Glenn. I'm literally looking at Glenn right now. No dot dot dots. Oh, that's how it shows on my screen. You see that, right, Everly? Mm-hmm. How many ends do you have on Glenn? Two. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Nathan, Josh, Denise. I want to know what the mystery is after Glenn's name. <laughs> Good morning, Mitchell, Don, Matt, Carlos. Joey, Kyle, Amanda, fantastic, Ken, Carlos, Johnny Five, Eric. Okay, who's Eric? Eric. Good morning, Eric. I probably know Eric. Good morning, Cheston. Does Eric's last morning, name Kyle. start with an A? Uh, Wayne, you spoke to Glenn dot dot dot's wife yesterday. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh God, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I tracked you down on your live podcast. <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I, I swear, sir. 
Good oh, morning, Tynan. Awesome. Good morning, Taylor. Uh, okay, so uh, are you done with the good mornings? Good Rebecca's morning, here Rebecca. too. Yeah, Rebecca just showed up too. Tynan. <laughs> oh, Mark just entered the room. Oh, Mark. Mark's here. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Uh, that'll be, that, that, the simplest audio clip that I have is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so not much coming up for upcoming events. Uh, I actually I, I was met, thinking about that last night. Well, that's because I'm planning a boot camp. Um, we did a little poll here uh, a while back, um, asking what type of boot camp everybody would want. And we decided that we're going to do both. Um, so we're going to do a boot camp for um, beginners, beginners in real estate investing, uh, you know, a back to the basics type boot camp um, to go over all the fundamentals of real estate investing. And then we're going to do another boot camp on buying your first investment property. Nice. Uh, I just, I just need to put it in the calendar. That's all. Um, so once we get that figured out very, very shortly here, um, today actually might be a great day because I have no intentions of leaving the house. Um, and that would be a great opportunity for me to, to finalize the date mm -hmm. and get that uh, in motion. Um, how many of you guys that are joining live here would, would, would like that? Um, also, uh, feel free to put in the comments, which day that well, actually, that's the problem. I'm trying to figure out because the last time we did one, we did it over five days. Five yes. weeknights, two hours a night. Problem was, is that like people just, you know, oh, I won't be able to make it on Wednesday. I'm flying on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, uh, something came up. And so we, 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 we spread 10 hours out over. Five days. Over five days. However, um, a lot of people said they would like it over one day. I mean, I can do that too. Heck, I could do 20 hours. I could do two. 10 hour days, no problem. I can fill it. But I'm just curious uh, what you guys want. Also, what makes the most sense for for people because I don't want people to miss out again mm -hmm. on some really great content. So I'm really good, valuable stuff. So um, let me know, I guess. Uh, let's take a small little poll in the comments here. And maybe I'll do one uh, in our group, uh, free real estate investing masters uh, Facebook group today as well. And uh, get an idea what everybody wants. And I'm ready to go. Like I got all the slides good to go. Like I'm, I'm ready to, to drop this thing. Um, I'm just kind of going back and forth as to like when and how, um, I love this stuff. I love helping new investors. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, and it's really good for experienced investors too to, to get back to the basics mm -hmm. because what happens is, um, people come into this game, they start looking around, they're like, oh my God, there's so much stuff going on. There's so many cool people. Oh, wow. There's this free webinar on development. And they go take that free webinar on development. They take some $500 course and then they learn about multifamily and then they look at this and then they're like, oh my gosh, wholesaling looks so cool. That'd be a great place to start. And they try all these different things out and then they never do anything because they're not, they're getting too, I don't know, caught up in like the the advanced stuff yeah and they never actually take any action and they never really get clear on why it is that they're doing it and that's what i want i want those people to get back to the basics i want them to remember the fundamentals okay don't just follow the the shiny object don't just follow you know the the most charming influencer on social media um 
Because it's me. <laughs> um, you got to really think about like what's best for you and keep it simple. I find the simple stuff is actually the stuff um, that is most likely for you to actually get, you know, actually do something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's better to buy a single family house than it is to try and plan to buy some large lot in, in, in some other city to build some 22 unit building. I agree. Are you ever going to really do it? I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be that guy. It's like, don't follow your dreams, but like for like, come on, like let's, let's get, let's get something in motion rather than just thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I on a rant? Yeah. This feels like a rant. Yeah. Oh God. Let's reel it back in. How about a word from our sponsors? Sounds good. Some of you might've heard us talking about DCI properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. And we are back. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Joey. Uh, Joey's in the comments here. He says, good morning, everyone. What's everyone doing this week? Great question. <laughs> um, are all the kids off school this week? Or I know that like our school district district is usually different than everybody else's. But um, our kid is off school all week. So I have an interesting week ahead of me. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you were sick last week. Yeah. So limited. Only for a few days. Limited work. I did lots of work last week. Okay, buddy. Limited. Always room for improvement. <laughs> uh, Matt, Matt in the comments says, uh, school is out this week. Didn't they just get back to school? Yeah. And they had a day off last week. <laughs> yeah. For, you know what, what though? Thanksgiving or something? I was thinking about how brilliant it was that they had the day after Halloween off. Like that was so well planned. I don't know. I just think like that makes sense. They should have the day after Halloween off. And I think that this week off, oh man, what is this week? Now I forget. Because when I was thinking about how awesome it was that they had last Tuesday off, I was thinking about this week, but now I can't remember why I thought it was great that they had this week off. But I planned ahead. We mm -hmm. have lots of play dates. We have kids coming here, Everly going away. So I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think it'll still be a great week. Okay. Um, can I can I go off on a, uh, just to the side for a sec? Um, I'm trying to remember which Stephanie I spoke to yesterday. <laughs> and I don't Did know you if speak this... to multiple Stephanies. Well, that's I, now I'm looking really bad. Like I spoke to a lot of <laughs> Stephanies. Um, I did speak to a Stephanie yesterday, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's that Stephanie because that Stephanie never messaged me back. Long story. I message like I, I, I message a lot. Of, please don't take this the wrong way. Um, I get a lot of DMs every day, a lot. 
And um, I don't remember having a conversation with a Stephanie yesterday. But what I do see, um, Glenn, Glenn is driving from Barrie to Edmonton to start my new life currently in Winnipeg. That's Very fantastic. cool. So, wow. Big drive. Yeah. Uh, wow. Crappy weather. Crappy time. <laughs> Hopefully, well, I mean, he's starting with 14 degrees. Uh, yeah, starting degrees. with really beautiful You're, weather. <laughs> yeah, you got a you got a long two and a half day drive, um, to to go from four, negative sorry positive 14 to negative 14. Yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, keep an eye on the uh, on the comments there. I'm curious. Um, I'm just trying to put the pieces together. Like I said, I have lots of conversations, but I don't quite remember um, speaking to your wife. <laughs> But I, since you are coming here, um, I'm going to let you know about an upcoming event that you might be here in time for, depending on how many stops uh, you make. This Saturday, there is a fix and flip bus tour in Edmonton, uh, and Gabby and I are going to be hosting one of the four stops mm -hmm. uh, at one of our fix and flip projects. So if you're interested in that, go to calvinrealty.ca and sign up for that. Uh, I would highly recommend doing that sooner than later because it is limited spots. Uh, it's 25 bucks in a toy, I believe. And the toy goes to um, the Ronald McDonald house. So You need to get some toys, Wayne. True. I was just hoping I could raid our child's closet. <laughs> I'm sure some of them are still in the box. Um. Anything in the comments there? No. Um, okay. Glenn says, I start my new job on Thursday and we'll get my schedule. You'll be seeing a lot of me and my wife in the coming days. That's awesome. Amazing. That's awesome. New life. In there is actually a few people that are moving to Edmonton right now. Um, well, there's, can we just say that there's a crazy amount of like, of migrate like it, what's it called inter <laughs> in, no, inter inter migration I, know, I, just, I just totally my, my like went absolutely blank people moving here and not not interprovincial is it interprovincial oh my god i feel like the dumbest person right now that's okay anyways there's lots of people within canada moving to alberta right now in general yeah that's a better way of saying it yeah Hey, Gap, like you, I think everybody understands the amount of talking we do. Yeah, sometimes we're going to lose our words and sometimes we're just not going to have the right words. How many times do I do it? Yeah. It's, it's just like when you start talking and then it just goes blank. Oh, gotcha. I had it. We've been talking about this a lot lately, okay. actually. Post it on Instagram later. <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, uh, come on up for the Fix and Flip Us tour this Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, that's the only thing that we really have upcoming. Um, uh, that project, that uh, Tuttle Place Flicks and Flip, will be done within the next two weeks. Um, so we're very excited about that. Windows should be coming in next week. Um, and that's pretty much the last thing it needs to get done. And then the backsplash tiling, the trim around the windows. Um, yeah, and I believe... If I'm correct, is that the last one to be completed in Edmonton? Yeah, I was just I was thinking about that as well. That 
you know, like we have this flip tour coming up, but if we don't get a couple last, like of our own meetups at Total Place, like that's it for a while. Yeah. For Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parkview's hitting the market this week. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. It looks amazing. Um, and I, people like, I'm still shocked when people don't get staging. Because, I mean, like a whole bunch of you were at Parkview the other, right before Halloween there on the Friday that we had the meetup. And it looked like really nothing special, right? Little house, white walls, some nice cabinets, but even the kitchen was just kind of like, oh, okay, it's a kitchen. And then you get that staging in and it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love what staging does. It's, and it, so it blows my mind when when that expense is just overlooked. I mean, we overlooked it at first too. The first couple that we did, we were like, "Yeah, virtual staging is fine." It's tough. Yeah, it's, it's expensive. A, yeah, but you, but like, I guess what I'm saying is that like, factor it in. It is an, a very important expense. It, yeah, it it's it's kind of funny how we how I don't know how we did it before. Yeah. Um. Well, we got lucky with, eventually with some sales. But yeah. I just think like we could have got definitely higher price points and faster offers had we staged earlier. I I, I think so too. Yeah. I um. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um. What was it that you wanted to talk about today? Or, and guys, by the way, um, in the comments, um, Gab's Gab's got a couple things she wants to talk about today. Just kind of stemming from some conversations that we had in our free real estate investing masters, uh, uh, Facebook group, um, recently. But if any of this stuff, um, is relevant to you, you know, feel free to put some questions or your thoughts in the comments and we'll read them off as well. Um, good morning, Wilson. Good morning, Wilson. Wilson's a good morning, Daryl. Wilson's Wilson's a a stinker. He's a, he's a, he's a little stinker. (laughs) That guy just trolling me on my Facebook lives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to add one last thing before we get into that topic. Glenn, send us an email. I want I want to know a little bit more about what you guys are doing and uh, and moving here to uh, to to Alberta. You can send us an email at info and your wife uh, at info at reimorningshow.com. Let me know what's going on and uh, maybe I can give you guys a few pointers and tips for when you land here to kind of get started. Uh, and also feel free to just ask lots of questions um, uh, on the show. Um, what was it that you wanted to cover today? Yeah, well, there's actually um, a couple things that just came up over the last few days that I wanted to, um, I thought would be great to bring up here. Um, and f- the first one I think actually maybe happened on like Friday night. And I just think it's such a good less learning moment for everybody. Um, because even for us as experienced landlords, sometimes we forget to follow some of our standard procedures. Like we just get kind of like, okay, yeah, like, okay. So what I'm getting at is binning tenants as we still have one vacant suite that we are filling. And um, sometimes we get a little loose on, you know, like the the screening and stuff. Somebody looks good on paper and we're like, hey, sign them up. You're not looking at me, are you? No. We, we were both involved in this. <laughs> okay. And I almost didn't Google the person. <laughs> oh, are you talking about? Oh, yeah. so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. I don't really, I don't like, I guess, Wayne, you know where this 
person came from because Wayne's been posting the ads and kind of like getting people in for interviews and that, or interviews, um, viewings and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then I've kind of taken over at the screening process. So once they fill out the application, then I've kind of taken over that process. So Wayne had somebody who was interested in the vacant suite that we had available. And I can't remember. I think you said that they, like right off the bat, they said, could we just skip the the viewing? Was that the same person? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, red flag. I was like, who skips a viewing? And, and like, that, that was their wording. <laughs> yeah. Can we just skip that process and go right to the application? Yeah. And I'm like, eh, what? You don't want to video walk through? You... Yeah. And so I said to Wayne, I was like, oh, red flag. I'm like, if somebody isn't available to do an in-person for whatever viewing for whatever reason like we like because of covid now we can do like virtual viewings and it's no big deal it's normal now yeah so you don't just skip the process nice try buddy and i and i think i said to wayne i was like yeah he just doesn't want you to see how big of a douchebag he is he doesn't want to meet you in person so you can see how big of a douchebag he is i had no i had no idea who this person was this is just gabby this and is i just, talking yeah our banter this like is just, this is just married couple talking yeah so I was like, nice try. <laughs> Sorry, don't don't write that note down for your real estate investing tips today. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> so Wayne continues on with the process. I don't know if he had set up like a virtual viewing or not, but he sent him the application regardless. Like if this guy wants to fill out an application beforehand, sure, bud, like go for it. That's I've great. Been, I've been surprised before. Yeah. So application comes in and he looks great. On paper, makes a ton of on money. Paper. Okay. On paper. Did he attach a photo to no. his application? He looks great on paper. He makes a ton of money. He has fantastic credit. And um, I think, oh yeah, okay. So in the application, it said moving provinces. And that was that was the other uh, funny banter that Wayne and I had um, right from the beginning is um, Wayne said he's moving from Quebec. And I was like, oh no, is he moving with his appliances? So anybody who's been listening for a while, you know that that's a thing in Quebec. They move with their appliances and we just had a situation not too long ago. Yeah. Same suite, actually. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't last long. Anyways, I digress. So says he's moving provinces and that was the big reason why he wanted to like skip the skip the viewing and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I always like one of the first things I do when an application comes in is I hop on Facebook, look them up, see what I can find. And, um, and I notice it says lives in Edmonton. And I was like, okay, he's wanting to not do this viewing because he's not in the province. And it says he's moving from Quebec, moving provinces. What's like, what's going on here? Why does his Facebook say that he already lives in Edmonton? So I start scrolling and I see that, like, I scroll far enough that it says like move to Edmonton in 2015. And I was like, okay, red flag, red flag, red flag. Like all these red flags are going up, but he looks so good on paper. I was like, I was like, I don't understand. So I'm telling Wayne, I was like, we need to get to the bottom of this. Like, why does this, maybe he moved to Edmonton then moved back to Quebec and then is now moving back to Edmonton. That's pretty normal, you know, with all of the ups and downs in Alberta. Yeah. People migrating here and then shit goes down and everybody leaves the province and now they're all coming back. Right. So I was like, okay, maybe that's it. I think if I think if I recall, and, and we had a few applicants, I think this is the guy that said, I'm just tired of going back and forth um, to 
for work. Yeah, and I probably never told you that. No, you didn't. But anyways, my so my spidey senses were were tingling, and I was like, I don't like this. This doesn't feel good. Like, what's happening? So, I had kind of like I had I'd gotten the credit report. I had gotten the oh, okay. So this is this is what kind of tied me up as well. But I had gotten the pay stubs and everything, verified employment, all of that kind of stuff, and. Um, we require a current credit report. So I was like, here's the link, follow it through. Once you have um, your score, click on the credit report tab. It allows you to download the PDF, send us the PDF. So he emails back and he sends a screenshot of his score from a different website or a different app. And I was like, okay, he clearly did not listen to what I said at all. And so I, I emailed back and I was like, as per my last email, we need the full report. Uh, we try to make it easy. That's why I sent you the link. It's really easy to just pull the score and pull the report. Um, can you please do that? S emails back, sends me a couple more screenshots. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is definitely not yeah. what I asked for. And so it was just like a back and forth and back and forth. And um, I can't remember like, Oh, okay. So at that point when he like wouldn't send over the report, even though I asked like on three separate occasions, I was like, I need to Google this guy. I was like, I forgot. Yeah. You always Google them. Always Google. And I, I just, I hadn't, like it had totally slipped my mind. And so I Google and nothing comes up. And I was like, and so I normally, if they're, if I know like where they currently reside, I'll be like Wayne Hillier Leduc is what I'll Google. And if I know that Wayne Hillier is moving from Toronto, I'll be like, or has recently moved from Toronto or whatever is from Toronto. I'll be like Wayne Hillier, Toronto and see what comes up in his past life. Right. So I Google this person and nothing comes up and I was like, ah, oh, damn. And then I'm kind of like scrolling through, scrolling, 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 scrolling. And there's obviously a lot of like French pages coming up because I, I, I Googled Quebec and so finally, I see like an article, a news article that looks like it could possibly have this person's name in it. So I click on it and I'm like scrolling through all this French and I was like, I don't understand any of it. And so I start just like throwing a few paragraphs into the group, into the Google translator to see like what they're talking about. Right. And I finally find this paragraph like buried deep in it that um, where the name shows up. So I'm like literally piecing together this article in Google Translator. And then it's like, bam, the keywords. So-and-so, a lifelong criminal here in Quebec. And I was like instantly text away and I'm like, abort. <laughs> Stop <Really>? the process. <laughs> so yeah, it uh, turns out that this dude's a lifelong criminal, that he has been living in Alberta for several years, well, almost a decade. Wow. And um, yeah, after after I found that, I started like digging deeper and deeper. So, you know, you go into a rabbit hole trying to figure out like, oh, is this guy's lifelong criminal history and that sort of thing. But I found out that like he actually, I did find a, a current or um, relatively recent address that was like right around the corner from one of our oh, other yeah, rentals I see it now here okay yeah you're right it's um i'm i'm reading it in french um the headline of the uh the article is un catastrophe pour l'environnement of Banconcourt. yeah so it's literally about this like disaster on this piece of vacant land where all these like toxins are spilled into the and then so i go control find and then yeah. in 2013 
Um, can you control find on your phone? Yes. You can? Uh, oh, well, you need to it, teach me. There's no control command. But, I know, um, but there's a function. Let me show you how to do it. Not oh, right now. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but I can see the guy's name here. Um, residing in Bunkunkur. <laughs> um, uh, criminal. Uh, home to 27 ans. So he's 27 years old or living there for 27 years. 27 now currently living in Alberta. Um, wow, you are really great at translating French compared to I, I are you was being sarcastic? like. Because I'm getting the gist of it. <laughs> I did not get the gist of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, well, I get the gist of it here. Uh, I don't know what it is that he's, how he's related to this and yeah. not, but that's. So there's like all this, like pro all these um, land titles being transferred for a dollar through all these various companies and oh. yeah. And so at the, at the end of the day, there was like this big disaster on this piece of land and it was in this kid's name and he's claiming that he doesn't know how it got into his name, but there's like all this like history of these two people, this other person that he's in cahoots with that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like one deep, deep, deep art, like one deep reference in an article about some, you know, catastrophic, um, you know, environmental uh, um, spill or something like that. Um, in 2013, I and and someone in an article saying in Quebec that a lifelong criminal, it could be any guy, it could be any, <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, it could be any one with the same name. However... The fact residing that in, Alberta, in Alberta, same age, same age. You know what? That's you know what? That's not enough. Um, that's not enough to build a case off of. That's not no. enough to you know. But it's enough send to say away. like, eh, we're good. That's enough for us to say. I think that we're going to move on to the second applicant. Yeah, but just a great example. You know what I mean? Like, it, you only have ten minutes with each person with each applicant, right? Yeah. 10 minutes to get to know them and we outsource it. So we don't even get that 10 minutes anymore. What we get is what whoever the person who did the showing says, my limited conversations with them through whatever platform that they connected with us and their application. That's all I get. And their application is normally whatever. It's got their basic information. Mm -hmm. You know, you might, you might get the, the driver's license, you know, um, you, you might be able to scroll through their Facebook a little bit if it's, if they, if you're able to, most people are locked down these days. So there's not much to really look at. So you do have to do a little bit of digging and, and, and God bless you, Gab, for doing your digging. Um, <laughs> and I was so sick too. <laughs> Cause I Googled this guy's name while we were doing, while you were talking. Nothing really comes up, right? Nothing comes up. Yeah. And because I can see it here, uh, in it's the second, um, it's the second, uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, result that comes up. It says, Un catastrophe pour l'environnemental bon concours, um, plusieurs autres transactions immobilières dans different regions de Québec, en tête, réalisé au nom, his name, au d'un fiduciaire à son. Like, I would have never clicked on that because there's other stuff too. Like, these other um, results just have like random. Like it looks like um like normally if you and so like i've i've found a lot of criminals doing this that have applied for our suites yeah and normally when they come up though it's like a a very clear like so and so arrested for this is like the headline yeah you know what i mean how the so hell it's did like, you find boom. this gabby yes yeah, so. <laughs> 
Like, I don't know how, I don't know how I don't, I can't believe you clicked on this. You translated it to English and then you pieced together the broken English. <laughs> you, my dear deserve a raise. <laughs> um, but in other news, uh, we possibly found a really great applicant um, that uh, we're just waiting to hear back from today if they'd like to take it. So Google website translate. Uh, Matt said in the comments here. Is there a translate button? Oh, no. Search by voice. Search by image. I don't know. I was on my phone and I literally just like I copy and pasted. Um, oh, it's up in the top here. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just a second. For all the times we're going to need to translate articles. <laughs> With some criminal history. What I translated was lifelong criminal history. French are so dramatic. <laughs> this says with some criminal history. That could have been a parking ticket. <laughs> well, regardless, we're not we're not taking any chances. No, we're not. Um, interesting. I mean, like what? Are we going to go ask him about it? <laughs> um, Film this article on you from 2013. He won't have any trouble getting Oh, that's not. That wasn't me. What are you talking about? He, he won't have any trouble getting a place to rent. Let's no, he'll get by somebody. Because his application... No, I mean, like, well... <laughs> <laughs> not Detective Gabby. <laughs> okay. Um, his, his application He's going to dupe was, one of you guys. <laughs> no, his application was very good. It was. So he's... he's that aside... Like, what, you think he came to Alberta and turned his life around? He has some... Everybody does... Second chance. Are you the type of person that thinks that everyone should be locked away and never given a chance? <laughs> or are you a rehabilitation kind of type? No, I definitely rehabilitation, but I'm not going to stick around and find out in my suite. <laughs> not in my neighborhood, says Gabby. Okay, so um, the people want to. He won't have any trouble finding. His application was good. Yeah. You liked it. So yeah. someone will, he will have a. Here's what I'm thinking Is he going to have trouble finding a place, a home to live? No, he's not going to have a trouble finding a home to live. He looks very good on paper and he works out of town. So someone's going to fall in love with this tenant. Oh, so the other thing that I don't think I really mentioned, but the other thing that really bothered me is that, okay, if he's trying to tell me that he um, is moving provinces and his landlord references are in Quebec, then what is he hiding? Like he obviously doesn't want to use his Edmonton landlord references, right? <sighs> So he's probably has shit to hide here about being a bad tenant. I hope I never have to rent because I'd hate to cross paths with you. Paths with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But like literally like this guy is living in Polar Meadows, Mill Woods. Like that's his current address after I did further digging. Okay. And like why, why is he pretending that he lives in Quebec and those are his landlord references? Like tell, tell me why, Wayne. A. Nothing but a heartache. <laughs> I'm just protecting our business. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. So the people want to know, how did... <laughs> anybody else Anybody Matt. else singing in the comments? <laughs> yeah, I see you singing there. Yeah, Matt's loving it. <laughs> Tell me why. <clears throat> <sighs> You didn't think I would skip over that, did you? <laughs> the people want to know, how did we tell him that we weren't accepting his application? 
uh, 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 what we do is depends on how far it is, but uh, normally I'd say, okay, thank you. We've received your application. We'll be going through them on Wednesday. And if we, ch- uh, if we accept your application, um, we'll let you know. And we'll be reaching out to only the successful applicants. Oh my God. Is that how you talk to people? I guess just the <laughs> ones you don't want to assign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just the criminals. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And then just if they reach out again, be like, Hey, thank you so much. Um, um, we've, you know, we have someone else is moving in. Um, thank you for your application and good luck. And if they say, well, why? Or I still see that you're, um, you just don't respond. I still see that your ad is up. Just don't respond. Yeah. Block them. Um, so you gotta be really careful with that kind of stuff. Block and, and you bless. Can't, Sorry. <laughs> you can't, uh, you can't say why. Um, you can, but like it'll, it can be used against you. Um, there's, uh, God, I need to reference. I need to have a reference. The only thing that I think is acceptable to really say for denying an applicant is when they literally cannot afford it. I still wouldn't even. No? Um, well, like that could be used against you. Like if, if they were to, to file a claim against you um, for, and this is what I was just struggling with a second ago. There, there's, there's human rights. Mm, there's there's some there's some um there's something that needs to be referenced but i can't quite recall what it is uh but you can't discriminate applicants yeah for pretty much everything and i would need to double check on it and refresh my memory but i think affordability might even fall under it too which is ridiculous because like you can't get approved for a mortgage if you can't afford it like why should you be approved for a rental if you can't afford it yeah and that's actually like i think that there should actually be some not some like regulation there but do you know what i mean i agree i agree but i don't think about it because i know that it's there it is what it is it's easy to just it's easy just to just not tell people why yeah that's why i don't remember what's what the um i can't put my words together on this one uh, that's why I just don't tell them why is because if I tell them why I know I'm, there's a possibility I might get in trouble. So the easiest way to, to handle it is just to say, okay, thanks. Yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. And keep it that way. You don't have to tell them anything different. Um, you know, if they can't afford it per se, but you, uh, sorry, if, if they're just right on the edge and maybe there's something that's just like, doesn't quite make you feel good about it. Maybe maybe they're younger and they haven't established credit yet. Um, maybe they're just starting their job, um, but you know they have the, all the certifications and they're just moving here. What you can do is you can ask for a cosigner, mm-hmm. and that normally solves any concerns that we have. If we feel really good about the person, what we do is we just ask one of their parents or you know siblings to cosign. Especially with younger tenants who haven't established credit yet and they're just like their first place. It's really good to get parents to sign on as a co-signer. So they literally, they don't sign as a co-signer. They, they literally, like they are on the lease with them. Yeah. As if um, they're living there. As if they're living there. And then if something was to ever happen um, and you're concerned about being able to go after the tenants because the younger tenant, because, you know, they have no credibility, they don't have any savings or like if you don't feel like you're going to be able to get anything from them, go 
don't serve them, serve their parent. And their parents can be like, what the heck am I being served for? I don't even live here. And then, you know, we can go after them for the money that is owed by the yeah. tenant. Or they kick their kids' butt and tell them to get their go shit together and pay your bill. landlord. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's, it gives you a little extra leverage. Um, and the and co-signer gets screened as if they're moving in. Yeah. They fill out an application. They submit their credit report. We verify their job, their income. Um, so Wilson says, what if the co-signer has terrible income and credit score as well? Then they yeah. do not qualify as a co-signer. Yeah. So it needs to be somebody who, um, who, yeah, would make a good co-signer <laughs> mm-hmm. where it would make sense. Yeah. We've used co-signers on quite a few different occasions over the years and it works out very well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. Yeah. We had, um, uh, just last year she moved out, but we had a, a young single female move into one of our basement suites and she just literally like she was moving into a new city, um, had, was starting a new job, had no credit because she was, um, young. She's, I think she was like just out of like high school and she was moving to Edmonton. But she was so sweet and so lovely. I did the viewing myself and um, she was just like fantastic. I had such a good feeling about her. And so I just like, I just asked if one of her parents could co-sign. She said, yes, my mom said that she would. And um, so did my due diligence on her mom and um, and even had a conversation with her mom. And her mom said, I'll absolutely like if, if there's, I'll make sure she always has rent. I'll make sure this and that. I'm helping her out as she starts out in a new city. So like she had her full backing and it was, she stayed for I think two terms. So mm-hmm. two years, or maybe it was, we started out with six months or something like that. And then she signed for another one, but she stayed for over a year and, um, it was fantastic. And she left the place spotless. She was such a good tenant. That's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, like don't rule people out just because they don't have everything, you know, good job, good pay, good credit, good this, good that. It can work out with a good co-signer. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's better to be honest. Um, I mean, if I can get co-signers for everyone, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> leverage, right? Line. Yeah. <laughs> leverage. Like, uh, hey, I'm not going after you. I'm going after the co-signer. Yeah. And that right there is going to put some um, some tension in that relationship over there. Like, wait a second. Why why are they going after me? Well, why, why didn't you pay it? Like, what's going on? You need to fix this because I'm the one that has to show up to court and it's going on my record and... They're going, they're going to put it in collections for me. So you better pay. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't wish for that, but it's there to leverage in the event that the person does not do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I don't want for anyone here to think that, you know, we're some evil, you know, couple just like praying after, you know, people's co-signers to make sure, no, this is, this is money that is owed and due. This is when someone doesn't do what they're supposed to do and we have zero leverage. And they vouched for them. How many of you guys have dealt with situations like this where, you know, a tenant doesn't pay the rent for a month and then you take them to the, uh, you know, the RTDRS, um, you know, the dispute resolution or landlord tenant board, whichever province. And then that takes two months and then they give them another two weeks. And now you're like three and a half months behind on rent. There's some serious cleaning that needs to be done. How much is that normally? Was that like six grand, seven grand, right? Six to seven grand worth of expenses that is owed to you right? And then they just leave. And you're like, how do I find this person? Because I need to be able to serve them with documents. How do I, you know, uh, file for my writ of enforcement to get, you know, collections or to freeze their accounts or whichever. And like, how many times have you heard this stuff? How many times has this happened to you guys? 
where this would have been so much easier if we had someone else that wasn't living there that we had their address and we can literally go towards them. Now, am I, do I feel good about, you know, serving this to someone else and, and making their life hell? No, but they co-signed for that person. They are the ones that said, yes, this person is going to pay on time and I vouch for this person. So they are responsible for it, right? None of this stuff happens when the person who is renting does what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. right? For me, I want to make sure I cover my ass because I'm going to get the money that I am owed. There's three and a half months there where that person didn't pay. So if this person's going to move in, I want you to give me someone who can vouch for you that says that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And in the event that you don't, I'm going to go after them. Yeah. Right? Patrick that, says. That is fair, isn't it? Absolutely. Patrick says that he just acted as a cosigner the other day and that the landlord was thrilled. That's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. That's amazing. Uh, it's Good morning, Annette. Good morning, Annette. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I think that, I mean, in a perfect world, everyone would have a cosigner. Everyone would have someone you know, attached to them to hold them accountable. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and it's an, it's a normal thing. Like, I mean, I had like my parents, well, like my mom co-signed on my first car loan and like, you know what I mean? Like it's normal starting out. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably less common when like you're an established adult and you need a co-signer, like get your shit together. Yeah. (laughs) But for like young people starting out, it's, it's a normal thing. By the way, that was the first swear word of the show. Did I say it? Yeah. Shit? Yeah. I also said douchebag. I'll let that one slide. <laughs> I was actually I was actually really proud of myself that I hadn't sworn yet today. Um, Gabby's feeling better. We got, <laughs> She's spicy. <laughs> we got we got new people on the show today. Oh, sorry. Um I'm sure they've listened before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Eric is new to the show as well, by the way. I, I, I forgot that I spoke to Eric yesterday. Oh. Um and uh, he's, he's he's new in real estate investing in uh, Edmonton and just wants to connect. So um, I told him about the show and he came on today. So that's nice. fantastic too. Eric, man, if um, you got any questions about real estate investing, just keep joining in live every morning and type them in the comments. I know that there hasn't been, um, I know there hasn't been many questions today. There's been a little bit of comments, but um, you guys are more than welcome to post your questions in the comments or click the call in button if you have a thought. Uh, any questions that we don't necessarily get to, um, I, I normally save them and I just save them for another day um, when we don't have much going on. So your questions always get answered. We literally just had an email come through that the tenant that I offered the suite to last night would love to accept. Wow. Yay. That's awesome. I mean, not, it's just, we still have to sign it, but yeah, good first steps. <laughs> yeah. Pen, pen to contract. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good applicant too. Yeah. Is that the one that just lives? Very- yeah, lives right down the street. Their um, their lease is up and yeah, they, they want, want to stay in the neighborhood and uh, their kids are in school there. It's literally like, I love that. You know that they're probably going to stay for a while in that kind of situation, right? Yeah. So long as we're good to them, they're good to us. They, you know, we have a beautiful suite for them to move into, like nice. gorgeous. So Awesome. Yeah. Um, and Glenn says that he's uh, he's familiar with my my way with words. I saw that. <laughs> okay, uh, Wilson is calling in. All right, let's do this. Oh, hello. 
Good morning. Welcome. Good morning, guys. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, you know, going back one hour kind of helps. Going back an hour? What? Yeah, do you know the, the time change? It oh, the time change. Yes. Yeah, because it would technically be 749, so, you know, I get to join the, your show again. Nice. Um, I do have a question for you guys in, in a serious note, um, and I wrote it down there in the comments just in case you guys didn't answer. Uh, with the economy the way it looks, are you guys changing any strategies for next year, or are you guys staying with the flips? Anything new you guys are adding to your portfolio? Uh, because of the, uh, the difference in the audio right now, here's a significantly loud nurse. I'm just going to disconnect you and I'll answer that question. Um, uh, honestly, is my audio back up now? Uh, we gotta, we gotta talk to Podbean about that issue. They, there's something wrong with like when people call in, the audio is off and it's a little, mm -hmm. which makes it very hard to do a live show and, and ask people to call in. Thank you for calling in, Wilson. Thank you. Um, uh, Wilson feels discriminated against his audio. Yeah, well, he um, should. And Ken's his snowflake alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the economy the way that it's looking, here's the, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Wilson. Um, uh, Gabby and I, for our business, if you're asking, uh, for us right now, we're just you know finishing off the year and ending in November. Um, December is just going to be a free month where we're just going to work on the things that we need to work on. Just management, no new things. That's why I haven't bought any new properties in the last few months. Uh, December is my month to recalibrate, uh, cause it was a very busy year and we have lots of things that we want to get in motion for, um, our other businesses next year. Um, we have a few businesses that we're going to be starting that you guys are going to see a lot of information about in the near future. Um, as for real estate investing, that side, uh, whether that be flipping or whether that be rental properties, rent to owns, that type of stuff, I'm just watching right now. And for me personally, I know that I get, I'm just working on what I'm working on November. And then December is kind of like a, um, a relax and recalibration month. I'm kind of waiting to see because, uh, frank, frankly, I don't know what's going to happen. It just keeps changing. Um, this year has been the most confusing year uh, since we started. And I think for a lot of people since the 2000s, um, no one's really seen this much um, inconsistency uh, before either. The I love times like these, though. I love chaos. I love it. I've said it a million times before. Chaos is a ladder. When there's chaos, there's opportunity. However, considering I'm not planning on doing anything new as far as growth or new acquisitions until January, I'm not making any plans right now because I have no idea where January, what January is going to look like. So when, when you are ready to make a big step, when you are ready to make some, take some action, have a look at what's going on with the market currently. Estimate how long this cycle is going to last estimate what is the next move in the cycle based on today and the um, and the conditions and try and focus on it in, in this in this type of market I, I would focus on short-term strategies and not long-term strategies the 
and then okay there is one other thing for long-term strategy in the short term right now i it is my belief it is my belief and not financial advice it is my belief that this will be right now will be the best time to get into rental properties in the next five years if you look from 2022 to 2027 I can confidently say it is my belief that this will be the best time to buy a rental property. Is that fair to say? Why, Wayne? Because I think it will be, I think that we are at a low right now. I think that it's affordable. I think that there's a lot of supply and not a lot of demand. You can leverage that. Prices are low in most provinces even ontario ontario everybody's scared right now right lots of people are going busto yeah ships are sinking ships are sinking right the tide's going out right but while everyone's scared is that not an opportunity to buy absolutely i'm not making i'm not certainly not giving advice on ontario investors for ontario investors because that market's just way too chaotic for me and i like chaos um, but for our market that we are investing in, I think it's an opportunity. And based off of that logic right there, that this will be the best time to invest in the next five years. Um, if I were in, if our goal and our path was to buy more rental properties, I would be buying more right now. That's what I would be doing. That would be the easiest general advice that I would give to myself if that's what I was working on. But everybody must understand that Gabby and I are at a different stage and we, you know, we are not giving advice for what we would do to everyone else because everyone is at different stages. Mm -hmm. Everyone has different goals. You need to figure out where you are, where you are going, what your goals are um, because everyone is on a different path. But if I were in, if I were looking for joint venture partners right now to buy rental properties, now would be the perfect time to put the throttle down and just like, and just go hard. And it would be a very easy, um, not pitch, but it would be very easy to explain to investors with the right content and the right um, confidence that, hey, there is never going to be a better time in the next five years than today. We need to get on this. And when people start talking about the interest rates are too high, there's no cash flow anywhere. You need to explain to them that we're not buying for today. We are buying for tomorrow. Yes, the cash flow is low right now. Okay. Because the interest rates are high. Do you believe it's going to stay that way? Or do you believe that they're using it as an aggressive tool to slow down inflation? What do you believe is an average interest rate that we can expect over the next 15 years? Base your numbers off of that. And that is not my expertise. I need you guys to go and do some Googling and, and find some smart people, read some, read some uh, RBC articles and some, you know, some TD articles and, you know, for some and, and figure out what, what they deem would be an average interest rate over the next 15 years. And then base your numbers, your performance off of that, not off of the fact that it keeps going up every month. Okay. What they're doing is they're trying to curb inflation. Okay. They're trying to lower house prices. But while they're doing that, is it not an opportunity to buy them low? 
can you make it work? Can you find investment property types in your market that at the very least kind of have enough cash flow? You're not going to like you're not going to live off this cash flow. There are, because there are investment property types, I know for a fact in my market in Edmonton that do cash flow enough to cover the expenses, to cover repairs and maintenance, to cover property management and to cover vacancy. Now, is there much extra for you to live off of? No. no. That's not going to happen right now. If that's your strategy right now for short-term strategy, just just get it out of your head. The the math is not there, okay? Those investment property types do not exist right now at the interest rates until rents go up. Do you believe that rents will go up? Yes. I do. I do as well. Why is that? It's because right now with no one buying houses, it's increasing the demand for rentals. I have already seen some of our properties go up $200 in rent in the last year. I've heard of other people's properties going up close to $300 in rent in the last year because the demand is there for rentals. So as rentals start to go up, it's going to help with the negative cash flow. It's going to be a slow process though for rents to go up. But if you look at all this, you know, those 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 guru cycles, those real estate cycles, you know, rents start to go up before values go up, before demand goes up for buying houses, right? The demand goes up for buying houses and then the property values go up. Okay, so have a look at, you know, that's not me. I don't teach that shit. I'm sorry. Um, I do my own research. I And if you're wondering, Wayne, how come you don't teach us this stuff? I, it's just not my thing. I, I, don't, I don't nerd out on that stuff. Um, I don't get lost. I, I have people that do that for me. I do not nerd out on- Go find your own nerd. Go find a nerd, okay? <laughs> Uh, subscribe to them. Okay. I I have my own nerds that I follow and I have smart people that I, I have around me. I am a very resourceful person, but that is not my thing. I'm the guy that takes action. I'm the one with the gun. Okay. I'm the one that fires and takes the action. I do not get lost in the, the, the articles and the charts and stuff like that. So find someone that you can follow that can give you that information to do your own diligence, to be a critical thinker. Okay and then take action. And I'm telling you that if I were in that position, I would be taking action right now. What does that mean for Gabby and I next year? I have plans for other businesses um, that will complement what is going on with the market, but that is you know, not stuff that we share. You will see lots about it. Um, I'm, I, I start businesses, that's what I do. Uh, we have our real estate portfolio. I was gonna say like, uh, and that's kind of like hard for people to comprehend, but like, we've established our rental portfolio and it provides for us what we want it to provide for us. Mm -hmm. And we are not out there trying to look for 300 doors. Mm -hmm. We have what we want. That's going to provide us what we want. We had a really great conversation. Um, so we had our um, introduction to multifamily mastermind on Saturday. Gabby was out sick, but so you probably didn't I participated. Yeah. I'm not sure if you heard this part or not, but you know, Chris Davies and I were having a good conversation about you know, multifamily. And I think that people think that they want to go buy 500 doors or 100 doors and they think that they're going to be wealthy living off the cash flow. Your real estate portfolio is not meant to cover your living expenses. If that's your goal, it's like, it's that's why so many people fail. Yeah. Because they look at it and they're like, oh, I can't get enough cash flow to leave my job. No, your real estate portfolio is your investment. Okay. It's, it's to create long term wealth. Active income businesses is what helps you leave your job and pays your bills. So that's why, as Gabby said, 
we've already established our rental portfolio. We are building long-term wealth. Increasing the amount of rental properties that we have will not increase the quality of our life. It'll decrease it. It will actually decrease it because it'll be more time and more energy that we need to put into it and it's not worth it. So that's why we focus on our active side of our businesses, i.e. why we built a flipping business last year. That right there provides us with an extra couple hundred thousand dollars a year. It's a hundred thousand, it's a it's a two to five hundred thousand dollar business, right? That we want to automate. So we need to spend a few more months next year um, working out the kinks to make sure that it's fully automated. And then I'm gonna work on another business. But those active that active income, those businesses are what supplies our lifestyle. The rental portfolio is is what help us helps us build long-term wealth. Okay. So ignore the people that tell you that you you can buy rental properties to live off the cash flow. Those days are gone. We had them for a few years. Mm-hmm. We had some really nice cash flow over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but long term sustainability, it, like, it, it it doesn't work, and it's too, you're too vulnerable. And if you're banking your whole lifestyle, you know the fact that you don't want to live, you know, work a, a regular job, and you're banking like. like your family is relying on you based off of that, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to cause way too much stress. So if that's the one thing I can leave you guys with today is that focus on your real estate portfolio is to help you build long-term wealth and a little bit of cash flow. You might get an extra couple thousand bucks a month, which like you're not going to leave your job from. But you can use that cash flow if you want to go on vacations, you know what I mean? Provide you with a better lifestyle if you're still working. But if you want to leave your job, if you want to be uber successful, you want to get into big stuff, then you need to focus on active income and that's building businesses. That's that's my jam right there. Okay, That is why I don't talk about, you know, market economics and that BS. No, just buy the property. Buy it in a good area. Keep it simple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Make sure it's got good cash flow to cover your expenses and 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 you know your your vacancies and repairs and maintenance. That's that it's sustainable. It's a sustainable business that can run itself. You know what I mean? I'm giving you guys absolute fucking gold today. This is this this is some of the best advice you're gonna get this year. That's what I just said right there. And I want you guys to really take that seriously. I don't want this to just if if you're like your eyes are glossing over a little bit and you know you're a little tired and you're like oh we're talking about landlording stuff today this is the gold right here that you need to go and re-listen to okay this is how you succeed in business as a real estate entrepreneur you mean you're talking about like what I talked about right like Google your tenants <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome you guys I I brought so much value to you today. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, guys. Um, <laughs> drive safe out there. Bundle up wherever you are. Except if you're in Ontario. Enjoy the weather. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 